podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to Footballers Season 2, Episode 42. This week, Matt and Paul join me to discuss Premier League Team of the Season and the EFL Team of the Season. We also dive into some weekend league etiquette, how to treat your opponents, how not to treat your opponents, to keep things clean, and what we're doing now in weekend league to generate more chances, score more goals, and win more games. Later on in the show, we're going to be announcing the winner of the April Goal of the Month winner for the Footballers Community Discord. If you're not in that Discord, you can do it for free by clicking the link in the show notes. I also want to give a shout out to all the new sponsors who've recently signed up. It really means a lot to us and those who continue to support the show. Really appreciate everything you guys do for us. Keep it up. We'll keep this thing going. Let's get into the show. Matt, welcome back. How was your Premier League Weekend League experience? You ever seen the poster for the movie Aliens by James Cameron? And it just has the caption, this t- this time it's war. While that was Weekend League this time around, it was fucking mental. But for, for me personally, gameplay was good, so I can't have any complaints about that whatsoever. But the the quality in every team now is is really everyone's pretty much up to speed where their their starting eleven should be. It's full of icons. It's full of Premier League tots. Every game was hard. It literally was war. Um, kind of enjoyable though because I gave myself a bit of a sweat whereby I think I played. Uh, I think I won like six games and I was thinking about tapping out and then I, I changed team just to sort of freshen things up a little bit and basically played up until whatever ranking it is. Is it rank six, I think, where you got the one of three Premier League player picks and basically got it on the last game, literally on the last match. So I had a little bit of a squeaky bum time. But felt really good for the achievement after the fact, given that I was using a downgraded team on purpose versus all their superstar sweats. But it was mm. cool. I enjoyed it. And who would you get in your picks or your pick? Uh, so I had three choices out of uh, Bruno, uh, Jota and Tront. And I went for, for Jota, thinking that he'd just be the, the Premier League Raspidori, but we'll, we'll get into that in a bit. Mm-hmm. Paul, how was it for you? Really good. I had um, a really enjoyable weekend. I this sounds like I should probably go touch grass. I played on two accounts, um, forty games ish, but I had quite a lot of people quitting on my main account when I was scoring early goals, which were nice. So I got through them games quite quickly. Um, but yeah, lots of fun. Nice. Well, we're going to get into that little quitting topic later on about the the quits at zero zero. Yeah, interested to pick your brain on that. But um, I, I I did get Virgil and KDB from my red picks for eleven on my main account, and on my sort of first owner account, I choked and lost the last game for eleven, and hmm. got um one pick and it was I can't remember who it was <laughs> that good <though. laughs> so can't it was Allison it was. or Rodri or Rice right one, one second of the, one, one second. of the bottom tier it was Virgil I think Virgil. oh that's better it's not yeah. terrible yeah better than mine for sure um, who did you yeah, get I'm excited. I, 
Uh, I got my uh, fresh red Allison in the club, so we're super pumped about that. And um, I did my weekend league like late last night and before we recorded the pod, and um, it was it was pretty bad. It was horrible. The uh, experience that I had, it was almost every game was delayed. People quitting at zero zero, like you were talking about. Um, just really an unenjoyable experience for me personally. But I know everybody else is different. I've talked to a lot of people that had great gameplay most of the year, and I wish I was one of those people. But unfortunately for me, this has been a rotten year for FIFA because of the inconsistencies. Paul, you got your Xbox back, right? I did, yes. Yes. So you're, and you're back to really loving it then? Yeah, I am, yeah. It, it, um, it was really not that enjoyable playing on the old gen. I just found it just inconsistent and just not fun to play. I found there were lots more bullshit happening, lots more, you know, and I've, I've, I went from playing on the new gen, then went and played an old gen and played quite a lot of games over a week or two. Um, and then I've played, you know, all weekend, probably 50 games, maybe 40 games on the new gen. And yeah, it's, much more enjoyable for me personally. Can I know you, lots of people like the old gen, but for me, it's much more enjoyable. Can you imagine how much more business they get if they marketed next gen as like bullshit free, like upgrade now and hundred percent guarantee of no bullshit. Yeah. The people would absolutely love that because the only reason people stop, you look, you look on Twitter, the only people, the only reason people stop playing the game is because of the you see it. Oh, I'm not playing anymore. I stopped playing two months ago. The game plays bullshit. The game plays bullshit. You know, like you say, if they marketed that as next gen being seventy five percent less bullshit, um, they'd sell loads. It should become their marketing um, exec. Matt. Yeah, tell me about it. I, I would love to be EA's marketing exec, and I'm sure I would make even more money than they do already. Yeah, so you full would sellers out, the- Matt. You would fully sell us out. I was going like, to say, I know I'd ban, what these I'd ban guys the fuck want. out of this podcast straight away. It'd be the first thing I'd do. <laughs> yeah, you fucking naysaying bastards. Yeah, we'd be you shadow banned in a second. I can't believe you would do that to us. What an ass. Okay. Um, oh, speaking of getting more views, I'm going to get my tits out, and we'll oh, we'll get t- we'll get oh. ten times the views. Are we talking about our lovely Shauna? I won't going to name names, but do you know what? It brings the people in. And I was saying, <laughs> listen, girl, if you've got it, flaunt it. Because, you know, if I was 20 years old or however old, <laughs> you know, and and I flaunted it, our, our viewership would have, would be through the roof, would be the most listened to gaming podcast. Never mind, because it'd be, you know, everyone wants to see right foot's tits. <laughs> True story. True story. Uh, uh. Yeah, I mean, tits definitely help. That's for sure. It's proven. Science. Maybe we can do that. We'll do a live pod on Twitch, and you can pop your tits out and see if it, if it helps yeah. us out. Gets it's us relatively boost. big. Nice. That's a plus. Yeah. No pun intended. Um, let's let's talk about Premier League team of the season as a squad, because this is the first time we've talked about it since it's been out. CR7 and Salah, to me, are the, the top ones with the upgrade for Salah. He got that four-star weak foot, which is something we've all been waiting for for many, many years. What else about the team of the season sticks out to you? We've already had quite a few of the cards in team of the year, but that's what sticks mm. out. But that 
we're going to have that. Do you know what I mean? Good players are good players. They're going to be in the top teams. And I quite like this team. I like what they've done with Salah with a week for upgrade. Not so keen on the Bruno. I felt like he should have had a, a, a four-star week for and that would have made him so much more usable. But I, but I like the team. I like it. and I, Not just the team. I like what they've done as a whole. We've had some great SPCs. We've had Deli Alley, which, you know, is not necessarily cheap. But we've just got upgrades today, which makes, you know, which makes these cards much more attainable. Uh, we got Kane, which is not the type of card that I like to use, but is probably a bit more up your street, Matt. Um, again, slightly expensive, but, but fodder's cheap. Uh, but so many people have got these team of the season cards in their teams. To as Matt said, this weekend, people have just gone now is the time to spend all my coins or spend now all my money on FIFA points, one or the other, because, you know, every team is worth multiple millions of coins, which is a lot in this game. You know, when you've got cards like Jota that are 250k or whatever he is, um, and and Diaz, which isn't much different, you know, yeah, people have people have definitely gone gone all out. And by that, EA have been super successful then with the plan that they obviously don't share with the general public. But it's not a coincidence that BPL team of the season comes in relatively early on, perhaps not the first week, but it's it's, it's week two, right? And we've had a bunch of must-do expensive SBCs dropped on us that will depend on you having Premier League players, so Delhi and Gomez. And I guarantee you that the tots that come after this are going to be way, way better. And now no one's got any packs left to go and get them. And that's mission accomplished. The EA will get you to reload FIFA points to buy Serie A, Bundesliga and La Liga team of the season that are going to be way better than these. Because most of these cards, like Riety has already said, have an equally as good card in team of the year. Or they're just, they're okay. Like Bruno's nowhere near as good as he's been in the past. Certainly not fast enough to be very competitive as as a box to box midfielder. And the two centre backs are laughably average. You know, the uh, foot captain's Chiellini SBC I did a way better than either of those two by by quite some way. So I can see us all short term wanting to get stuck into Premier League team of the season because it's the right thing to do right now to be competitive in uh weekend league and this new gauntlet mode that they've launched this week where you need a full Premier League 18 to play with no other restrictions. Um, so there's going to be some good trading opportunities around that, but it's going to fall very flat. The second the next big league comes out, these will be largely forgotten about, I think. I don't think they're quite up to snuff with one or two exceptions like Ronaldo or Mane, for example. They'll probably uh, last the pace, but the rest will fall away pretty quick, I think. I saw a tweet today, actually, set from one of the big leakers. Somebody DM'd me and it... it it was. It's just said that Bundesliga is better than Premier League team of the season. That's one of the big leakers. It was obviously already seen, seen the leak. So you know, you you you're probably going on the on the right track there with that one. Matt. I mean, imagine how good and Kunku's going to be given how many upgrades he's already had this season. I think his player of the month was already was it a ninety ninety one. So that car's going to be unreal once they add that team of the season juice to it. It's going to be absolutely must have and because he's French he'll fit into every team Yeah, he's going to be brilliant yeah. I'm actually selling off my team right now as, as we speak 
I'm surprised you haven't ready. done it already. Rage. Well, I just finished. Like, <laughs> well, <laughs> I thought about just un- uninstalling the game, but you know how it is. Mm. Uninstall it today, reinstall it tomorrow. My issue with the team of the season is, is the duplicates, right? And the inconsistency on the upgrades. I mean, yes, these are great cards. Fantastic items to get in packs to play with. But I feel like the center backs didn't get the upgrades on the agility and the speed that are required, really, to, to stay up with these attackers. Because we get loads and loads of 99 pace attackers. 99 agility, 99 balance in a game that's very much reliant upon quick reaction. Well, when you have these these center backs that can't do that, you have to predict. And if you predict incorrectly, you're an elastico or a ball roll scoop turn away from just conceding. That's my biggest gripe with center backs. And the duplicates, they could have done so much more with these duplicates. Change the stats, change positions, change work rates, give them a week's foot upgrade, give them skill move upgrades. But instead, we gave those upgrades to the new cards that weren't duplicates. And I'm not trying to, to just be negative all around on this. I'm just saying, I mean, it seems a bit tone deaf. And it didn't give it very much thought is where I'm coming from because it could have been much better. Uh, nobody likes re-release cards. They're pointless. It basically takes up a slot. You could have had another new item. But that's kind of where I'm at with Premier League Team of the Season. This is probably the most lackluster Team of the Season for Premier League that I can remember in a long time. We talked about it in the chat a little bit too. The amount of items that we get in Team of the Season, I think, Matt, you mentioned it last year. But we get significantly less items for team of the season per team than we used to say back in FIFA 18, FIFA 19, FIFA 20 or FIFA 17. And those years we used to get 20 plus cards for every team. Now we're down to 15. Why do you think that is? And do you think that's a good thing? In all honesty, um, I'm not a hundred percent sure um, why it is other than flashbacks being a thing, whereas in the past they weren't. So they're obviously saving some sort of special inclusion for for cards that they want to have some creative freedom with that haven't necessarily done the business in their league all year. Like Delhi shouldn't be anywhere near this team of the season. He's, he's such a bad player now. But they knew that that was a super OP card, uh, given his, his previous technical prowess and his physicality makes him an almost must-do if you are a Premier League fan. So shoving that one in there when it shouldn't be there serves the A's purpose very well. But in the spirit, and that's the important thing, in the spirit of the promotion, him and Joe Gomez, why? <laughs> why are they there? Why is someone like Delhi getting a card and Jared Bowen doesn't, who's had a unreal season for an overachieving West Ham. I'm sure some people point to the fact that a lot of his business was done in Europe. So what? It's still team of the season overall. doesn't necessarily have to be restricted right. to your domestic achievement, I don't think. I think that's where they, they sort of overlook things a little bit. And having a card like... I'm glad Bruno Fernandes is in there because I'm a big fan, but it's not been his best year. Okay, he still managed to tally up some numbers that kind of warrant his inclusion, but I'm sure that's EA knowing their audience, they need to get Man United special players in there. If they hadn't already done a flashback Pogba, I wouldn't be surprised if they chew on that in either. So it's more to do with EA, I think, thinking out loud now, because I just said I didn't know the answer, but now I'm thinking about it. More about them retaining control of what they want to include rather than what warrants inclusion through out and out form. Yeah. They know what sells packs, what generates hype, and that's the direction they've gone in. When you put in 
16, 17, 18 players and more than half of them people don't give a shit about. You, you kind of flood in the market then with irrelevance and it kills the hype, I guess. So they would rather have less but more hype-worthy players in, in the promo and that's where it's kind of heading these days, I think. And it, it's supposed to be a vote, isn't it? You know, we, we look past I don't that believe that for bit, a second. Well, you know, I don't. Um, but it's supposed to be a vote and I think for a year that's just a way for them to say, well, these are the cards that you guys chose and just to get a little bit of engagement. But on the yeah. point of the vote, I think the other ones have just come so early. The votes for the, you know, we're voting for teams that are three weeks away. But yeah, it's a business, in it? You know, they're putting these cards in because these are the cards that will sell the most packs that are most popular. Like you say, we're, we're bowing. You're getting a Delhi Alley SBC because it'll probably be done loads more than a, a Boeing SBC would be done. Um, and, you know, we we often, not often look past that, but that's the reason these cards are in the game, in it? Because the, they're there to, to make money. Precisely. Yeah. I'm not going to lie, though. I was really, honestly, I was more hyped about this EFL team of the season squad than Premier League. Some Come of the on. Scotsmen in this team. Come on. I'm There's serious. no five-star week for all skill move amongst them. I'm not a fucking skill move whore, though, man. Look at these, I'm not, look at these cards. I want to be able to Mets. pass on a week. Mets for... can back me up on this. Yeah. The Mets will back team. you up on this. This, oh, this my is goodness. a really cool like budget team that will hold its, hold its own in weekend league. It just doesn't have the Premier League price tag or Premier League tax that comes with it. But we were looking at some of the comparisons between some of these players and the three Scottish players in there, Bannon, Naismith, and uh, is it Cadden, the left-back? Really good cards, super cheap. You could build decent teams around these. And if you've got Dalgleish, you should definitely get those three Scottish tots in there. Don't do it. 100%. But we were looking at the situation with the Premier League centre-backs and being a bit underwhelmed with them, which then got old Mets comparing... Ruben Diaz against Cal Naismith. And okay, Naismith isn't out and out as good as a, a solid centre-back as, as Ruben Diaz is in this game. He's lacking some of the defensive stats, but his overall stats is like, he's got nearly 200 in-game stats more than Ruben Diaz. That card is unbelievably good all around. Um, you can do pretty much everything. Like if you need a centre-back to bring the ball out, which is very important when you're playing against people with the high press, who you're just trying to break down a stubborn opponent. Those kind of centre-backs are worth the weight in gold. It's not all just about you know being a clogger in the box and stopping Ben Yedder from getting off some spawny left-foot finesse shot. It's mm. about distribution, bringing the ball forward. You know The reason why some of these centre-backs are so sought after in real life, particularly if you're a pep, it's because they need to start building the attacks up. And that Naismith might be the best in the game for that at the moment. It's unbelievable for 25k. So absolutely take a look at that. And I think there's a lot of people who are going to be using that Cadden off the bench uh, at left wing back because it's super fast, super solid. And that was one of the things that stood out to me the most in in weekend league this this time because most matches were pretty close to me. But where my opponents who had way more tots players than I did were getting the rub of the green is that they could just basically grind my team down by just constantly running, 
running around, keeping the ball wide, just dragging players around, and sprinting constantly, and the speed combined with the stamina that you get in tots compared to, say, other promos. They don't get tired, but your team gets depleted really quick. And then you have to go on like team press to try and catch them. And if they're good at keeping the ball, you won't. And before you know it, your team's dead. Um, so any players that have maxed out stamina and very high pace are going to be super valuable, I think, in this game because it becomes uh, a game of attrition if the skill gap is relatively equal and the people who have that most sort of physical power and stamina will will have a big advantage there. Yeah. Yeah, I saw a lot of that in the weekend league that we that I just finished. It was um it was very much sprint forward, just run into the opponents, get the bounce, try it again, just jam passes until you get the rebound. Um and I was I wouldn't say I was outmatched massively on paper for every game, but the games that I was outmatched, I won a few of them because the opponent was just playing absolutely terrible. But there's a few of them that were really good at the ball roll scoop turn and knew how to frustrate you when you, you know, I couldn't get to them. And if they execute that ball roll scoop turn just on the perfect time, you really can't do anything. You're at the mercy of the game at that point. That's just my opinion. I'm not a pro player though. So I don't know where you guys sit with the, I guess the abuse of the mechanics, but these cards definitely help you to do that. Um, Paul, you're not a fan of the Scotsman. No, I'm just looking, I've, you know, I've looked through this. Is it because they're Scottish? (laughs) <laughs> no, you don't, you don't need You're any right. of those Scottish players in your team. Even Dalglish is shit. Um, but I'm looking at this team, and the only one that's, in my opinion, is relatively good is Mitrovic. Is Matt Meta to mm. the T. 99 strength, 99 aggression, 99 jumping. He's the only one in the whole team that's four-star, four-star. The rest of them have got like half a weak foot here and two-star skill moves there. Um, but Mitrovic is, is definitely one that I'm I'm going to try. And he's, you know, he's 280K, 280K at the minute, but it'll be half that very soon, I imagine. Um, but yeah, it is what it is. At least they're a little bit higher rated this year, so you can get a little bit more fodder out of them. If Harry yeah. Wilson had had skills and weak foot, that would be one hell of a card. Yeah, and and that's my issue with these. Some of these cards actually look really good, but for me, I want that at least four star weak foot. Now, like you're saying, Matt, most all these people now have just got these mad teams with, you know, five star weak foots, five star skills, four star weak foots at the at the least, and you know. You need to be able to turn and pass off both feet, I think. And yeah, they could have done we it. We all get like, to that point now where to to get that little bit of extra edge to beat yeah. certain opponents, you need to have more five-star weak feet in your team yeah. than, than not uh, when it comes to attacking, at least anyway, because yeah. oh, there's nothing worse than when you, you're building up a really good play against a solid <laughs> opponent who can defend and you just that chance just falls to the player who doesn't have four or five star weak foot even if they have four star weak foot sometimes they miss and you're just like for fuck's sake and this isn't a team that everybody's going to be going for so I don't see why they couldn't have give some of these cards you know I don't watch much of this this football but I imagine some of them are really good on both most professional footballers now are really good on both feet give these cards five star weak foot so at least four so that 
guys who play this game and support these teams can use these cards in a weekend league and be really happy with them. Do you know what I mean? It's It, it just baffles me why they won't do that. It's not like everybody that's, all of a sudden is going to start using these cards every weekend because they're not. That's next promo. I guarantee mm. it. Everything yeah. will be five star, five star and that'll put team of the season in the dust. Yeah, and I witnessed this this weekend when I played and we'll, we'll, this is a good segue into player reviews for these Premier League players and I'll talk about my first one, Bruno. He's on paper initially when you look at the card, he looks fantastic. But when you dig into it and you see that three-star weak foot, it just takes you back and you're just like, here we go again. Got the right stats. He's going to get forward. He's going to be in a position to score. It's going to be late in the game. It's going to be tied and he's going to hit it on that left foot and it's going to go wide. And I can't tell you how many times I hit a, I hit a ball on his, on his strong foot this week and it just, you know, back of the net bulging just every single time he finished. Bruno was amazing. But if you hit it on that weak foot, forget about it. It's not going in. Even a you know a six meter sitter just sitting there, just tap it in. Nope. You have to be on that strong foot. Um I feel like his price is is fair at this point. Um I don't know if it's gonna come up after cards come out of packs, maybe, but I feel like the cards that are gonna come are gonna be so much better than than this Bruno Fernandez card. He's gonna be popular because he's united, of course. Um didn't have the best year this year. You know, in FIFA's past, he had several duplicate cards several player of the month cards and he just wasn't it this year um but you know it is what it is um his current price point if you want to go out and get him i don't know if paul if you would bless that or not but i feel like he's a usable card you just got to be conscious of that of what foot you're hitting it on yeah i, I think a lot of these premier league team of the seasons are you know are getting towards their low points which something else i wanted to mention as well the price of these cards is unbelievably cheap I don't think anybody thought that a team of the season Diaz were going to be 200k um, the only ones that I think are a little bit expensive at the moment is Cancelo um, and I was talking to somebody about this today I think people are moving Cancelo into a, a centre mid and that's probably why he's still a little bit a little bit expensive but you know you've got Son at 700k Bruno, 95k for Bruno on Xbox, it's it's mad. Um, the one that I really yeah. like, though, and he seems so cheap, is Silver. He's 150k on Xbox, 145k on Xbox. Four-star, four-star. Looks an unbelievable cam. Yeah. Um, you know, Premier League, Man City. You could slide him in at centre mid, too. Yeah, you could. Yeah, you could play him as a, you know... I was thinking about this the other day, maybe a four one two one two as one of your uh, CMs. Uh, but it's nice to that. Um, what it wrote to the fa- uh, team of the knockout stage, Bruno, that we had earlier on in the year. Um, Solid. He was so so good. I played so many games with him. Um, but this one's just next level. You can mm. build such a great team now for you know a million coins builds you an absolutely lights out team. It's mad. Yeah. Well, Mets, who did you use this week and you want to talk about from Premier League? Yeah, so I played Weekend League, got Jota in my red pick. So I've played some uh, rivals with him since and Premier League gauntlet mode, whatever it's called, um, Tots Cup thing, 
or equivalent to last week. And the card is is really good. I've seen a lot of people referring to Jota as the new rat. Um, I personally don't go with that. Um, reason being, okay, if you compared him to Ben Yedder or Raspadori, as I would in the team I was using the week prior, um, five-star week foot, four-star skill, so the same in that respect. But Jota, a little bit taller, a little bit heavier, and has high, high work rates as opposed to high, low for Raspadori. So if you want that get-in-behind striker, this isn't it. I think he's a very good card. He does finish very well, but he's not as quick and nimble, those quick little turns in and around the box where you just need that half yard of space to get a shot off. For me, he doesn't do that as well. So it's a nice card to have. It's a cool red pick. Um, I don't think it's worth 200k in the current market, given how many other good team of the season cards are off for so cheap. Um, so maybe if you're a Liverpool fan, you've got players to link into, we need that Portuguese link. Great card. But uh, Raspadori for me is is much better. That's just my take. That's still on that Raspadori bandwagon. That's right. I I um well, I saw something that Foot Scoreboard had shared from they shared like their stats from last weekend league from all their users who input all their you know information and Raspadori. It's been Neymar, Ronaldo, Messi, Mbappe all year. Like they've been the ones nobody's got close, but um, I think Benzema maybe the flashback got close. Um, but Raspadori were up there second all time top goal scorer and assists, I think, from last weekend's league stats. So, you know, it just shows how many people used that card and how well he did. That was another weird thing I noticed this weekend. I got a lot of mirror matches, but if any of you guys played Mortal Kombat a lot as a kid but you get the mirror match where you have to play against your own character. I was coming up against teams that had Veghorst, Raspadori and Perisic loads this weekend. It was so weird. Very, very weird and, and hard to play against as well. But uh, yeah, that was fun to see. Mm. I haven't seen many of those. I did get absolutely abused by Veghorst for the first time this weekend. And How did it feel? I was painful. Very painful. It felt forced. I did not consent to it, but it came anyway. That sounded terrible. Okay. Um, I guess we haven't had a good gameplay chat in a while, and I spoke to Dylan Campbell. He's going to come on, I think, uh, in a couple of weeks, and we'll get some updates on some gameplay. But what are the ways you guys are attacking nowadays? How are you creating and scoring goals? And what are you noticing on the defensive side? Because I'm conceding a shit ton of goals. I'm seeing goalkeepers that pretty much just fill a position. Um. I feel like goalkeepers were super OP at the beginning, and now I feel like they're completely irrelevant. Am I alone in that camp, Paul? Yeah, I think goalkeepers of the last sort of three or four weeks, I felt like goalkeepers have been a little bit of a struggle. Like they're doing the animation where they just lay down and the ball goes behind. Yeah, that one. Hunter's doing a thing where he's sort of just laying backwards with his hands up. Um, but yeah, it seems, you know, I don't know what they've done. But it seems to have um, messed goalkeepers up. Um, I was using De Gea for quite a while, the the eighty seven, um, and he he were great. But then you start noticing things, so I've I've been mixing up, changing up goalkeepers for the last few weeks. But um, when it comes to attacking, I really really like the. I'm still using it, the four five one, the second variation. Uh, 
just because it gives you so many options and you haven't really got a cam, but um, I have one of my CMs on Get Forward and they do, they all just coming up in a line and you just sort of coming up and chat, like stampeding your opponent really, just over, over, overpowering them just with the amount of players you've got in and around the box. And it, you know, it, it, it worked really well. I did use the four, two, three, one a little bit as well, but um, not as much fun for me as the four, five, one. But I, I tell you, hmm. in the four, five, one, the goals, the sharing of the goals, is amazing. You know, I I used R nine a bit, and I thought I was talking to somebody the other day about his goal contributions seemed a little bit, a little bit less than what you'd expect. But everybody else is chipping in with goals. Left and right mid seem to score loads more than they do, like in a four two three one or a, a four triple two. They get forward CM scores more than his fair share. Um but yeah, yeah it's a bit of a mix up really. Mm. I've been doing the four three two one and and I know what you mean, the the CMs. I've been I scored a ton of goals with um Curtis Jones and Bruno Fernandez this weekend, and really the the left forward and right forward are just decoys for the most part. I was using Ronaldinho on the left and uh, Jota on the right, sending them to drift wide, get in behind. And I had Richarlison as a target man, stay central, and they just kind of surrounded him and created space. You'd either play it to his feet or just play a little sweaty cross pass and, and tap it in with the CMs. Uh, Mets. What what formation are you are you rocking? What kind of gameplay are you playing? The one that gets messages and people call you a shit. I got I got one bad message this weekend where someone called me a virgin for using offside traps. So that was nice. <laughs> oh, you're not one of them, are you, Matt? An offside trap spammer. I fucking love offside traps. Oh no! As soon as I see see the ball go to someone I who I know is going to ping a through ball, immediate offside trap, which is great for stopping being attacked, but also means you, you can't counter-attack, so I, I perhaps need to lean off that a little bit. It does slow the play down, so it's good once you've got the lead, but if you need a goal, probably don't play off trap. The biggest observation I had from this weekend, and it was super frustrating, and, it, and it's raised a massive uh, issue for me in the system that I've been using for a very long time now, which was the Atalanta 3-4-1-2 system, which is great for going forward. But because you don't have a CDM, you can just get, pinged from the opposition penalty area with either like a, a driven pass or a, a through ball even sometimes from one of their CDMs who has you know good passing and vision and they immediately have a, a very high powered counter if they've got you know a good fast striker at the other end to collect the ball um, so I was constantly getting one pass countered uh, by their CDM and you're going straight through the middle of my team because I didn't have a CDM. And those are the players that you need to sort of clog up those spamming through balls and whatnot. Um, so I'm super vulnerable in the system that I'm playing at the moment and having to deviate some of my attacks away from attacking through the middle because I, I try and play with as much pace through the middle as possible because that's generally been where most people don't have pace they usually have pacey fullbacks pacey wingers but the midfielders are generally a bit slower but we're at that stage of the game now where that's less and less the case and you've got super overpowered cdms like declan rice for 50k who can just absorb everything and if they've got a shorter cdm running around alongside them like a fred 
or a Kante still. It's very hard to to attack through the middle at, at the moment, and and that's kind of the observations that have been made this uh, this weekend. So I'm kind of wanting to transition to something like what Riley was just saying. I finished last year's game with the four five one two second style, so you got the three uh, central midfielders. Once you get the right personnel for that, that's that's the end game system for me. That's what I'm heading towards anyway. Just waiting for the right cards to come up. Yeah, I had something really weird happen this weekend. It happened about, well, about an hour and a half ago when I was playing my second to last game. I was playing this guy, and it was 2-2, and he got a pin, and I got a red. So I hit pause because I was going to make a change in my team to make up for that red card. And the game disconnected before he got a chance to take the pin. I didn't think anything of it. I moved on. I didn't get a loss. It just acted like I didn't play the game. I get a message from this guy. He calls me a hoe. Told him, thank you. Then he <laughs> he comes on and, and he wants to talk more shit. And I said, dude, I don't know why you quit before you took your pin. He said, shut the fuck up. You're a sorry loser and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, I really didn't quit. Like he's convinced. He's still messaging me now. He's convinced that I quit before he could take the pin. But you guys know how much I've bitched about that. I would never do that to somebody that is probably the worst thing you can do in weekend league so i don't know if this guy's a listener or not but if you are chill the fuck out motherfucker yeah that's Um, worse that is worse than quitting at nil nil you quit after somebody just gets a penalty and it's you know it's a draw oh it doesn't get much worse than that slapping motherfuckers when that happens like because you know it's right there you're on the precipice of just achieving the lead (laughs) I had one in one of my final games of this weekend league. 89th minute, 1-1. I get a penalty. No red card. Get a penalty. And he quits. Oh, it it just riles you. I'd probably miss a fucking penalty anyway, to be honest. But (laughs) that's not the point. I wanted the chance to miss it, you know? Yeah, give him the chance. It's really weird, though. I mean, as soon as I hit pause, it disconnected. I don't know if there's something with it. It's strange. I'm going to have to try it again next time I get a pin, see if it happens again. It gets some more hate mail. But, um, <laughs> Paul, you mentioned it, quitting at 0-0. Zero, zero. In a non-pin situation, let's say somebody got their 11 wins. They just want to get through the rest of the game so they can you know, claim the rewards. Do you think people should give away every one of those wins? It's a bitch move. Why What's not? What's a bitch move? Quitting at nil-nil and not gifting the How? win. Why not? Mitch, you're going like, to have to play, play judge and what, jury in this one because like, I'm going I'm to debate Paul here. Why? <laughs> Go for it. Why not add a bit of positivity and gift somebody a free win? They don't deserve the win. They know they don't deserve the win. And, you know, but why not? Why not just give... If you're going into that game, which you've both decided you're going into that game, either play me or don't, don't come in and just quit at nil-nil. I know you want to get your point and give... But... It takes another 20 or 30 seconds. Um, and I, I still haven't heard a good enough reason as to why that's okay to do. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play devil's advocate here. I agree. If First of all, just to be clear, if you're going to do it, give away the wins. I mean, why not, right? All it's going to do is make somebody else's day a little bit better. Yeah. But to me, it's a fucking video game at the same time. So... Don't expect people 
to give you wins just so you can hurry up and be done playing the video game that you sat down to fucking play. Like this is the thing I think we lose focus of all the time. Like it's a video game we're supposed to play for enjoyment and we get so wrapped up in wins and rewards and we have to get this, we have to get that, that we lose focus of why am I even doing this shit? Mm. So I feel like you need to earn everything in this game. I don't think anybody should be gifted wins. They should take away the ability to gift a win. If you score an own goal in the first five minutes of the game, you should be disconnected. The game doesn't count. How about that? That's fine. But if you want, if you want, I want to play the game. I've logged on. I want to play a game. I don't want to waste two minutes of my life loading into a game, going into that. And for somebody to go in, send it back to the goalkeeper and then volley it over the bar. Oh, that's, that's different. That's not different. That's the same thing. You're still being a twat. That's intentionally teasing you for the win. Well, that, but it's the same. It gives it's the same outcome. Do you know what I mean? You still like same oh, outcome, I've got but to it's go like, into it's another like them game kicking you now. in the nuts before they leave. Yeah, it, but it's but it's still the same. Like rather than doing that, give somebody the win. It, like you say, it makes their day a little bit better. Makes no difference to you. Score it on goal, do whatever, but. It's just not being, just be a little bit nice. Like you say, it's a video game. We're here to have fun. It adds a little bit more yep. fun to somebody else if you gift them their final win on weekend league rather than I'm having to just like, because when that happens, you're just like, oh man, you know. And here we go again. Yeah. People don't have a lot of time. And yeah, it might only true. be two minutes, but if that happens to you five times in a weekend, you know, that's 10 minutes you've wasted. Yeah. I mean, I've heard a lot of people say, well, nobody gives me wins. Why should I give them away? Like, don't, that's not, that doesn't help anybody at all, ever, anytime. Um, it has to start somewhere. So, I mean, if you give them away, great. If you don't, don't, I don't care. But if you're going to go into the game to get your point, you might as well give the guy, give the guy a win. Make his journey to get that potential red CR7 much easier. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you think Shauna gives away wins? I don't think she loses. On stream, yeah. And and by mm. the way, I, I was on about this earlier. No hate, Shauna. Like, you do you. Like, that's getting those clicks. No hate from me. But I don't I'm, I'll be yeah. the first one to sign up for the OnlyFans when it happens. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hate it at all. Yeah, I'm just wondering how many how many wins she's giving away when she's tweeting like me or Akin Fenwa. <laughs> or uh, what? What's worse than a heartbreak? You know those kind of things. Uh, I, I, I think she's gifting wins. Don't listen to him, Shauna. Yeah, she's one of the few citizens we've got in the FIFA community. You go, Shauna. Keep posting the, those pictures. I'll share it. <laughs> We're gonna have to get Shauna on the pod. I'm married, so I can't do anything with him but research and all that. Hmm. Nicely done, Matt. Yeah. Um, well, rebound, rewound there, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Well, I don't have anything else to talk about other than the goal of the month competition. Paul, did, you went through and looked through the, the goals of the month, right? I did, yeah. They were all shit. So this is like, which was the best shitters, really? No, in all seriousness, there were some banners. Um, and thank you for the... The input guy, it's always good to have. I had a little look as I was cooking dinner yesterday. Um, yeah, there were some good ones. Yeah, I'm I'm just looking through them now. And the winner of the goal of the month competition is going to be, well, first I'm going to describe the goal. Like keep you guys in suspense for a little bit longer. 
it's a really nice, well-worked goal. It's, it's got good buildup. It's not one of those just send the ball forward and, and spam the passes. So he's got, I'm just going to go ahead and say it, Nicky Hot Sticks <laughs> comes little across. Nicky. Little Nicky. So he's got Eusebio on the left, flicks it up to himself, brings it around his back, and volleys it in near post. And then he does the, uh, the celebration where he falls on the ground and, and bangs his head into the dirt. Nicky Hot Sticks has had some pack luck here recently. And so has George, another one of the footballers community supporters. George pulled a red CR7, and Nicky Hustiggs pulled that prime Eusebio. Or was that the moments that he pulled? Moments. Oh, Jesus Christ. Imagine. But yeah, congratulations, Nicky. Get in touch with me via DMs whenever you listen to this, and we'll, uh, we'll get you set up and set on your way. But What does he get for winning gold of the week or whatever it is? Free month membership to my OnlyFans. No, it's, uh, we'll do 22, it's 2,200 FIFA points. So. Uh, nice. If you're keen to get into that, we we draw it every month. So get into the Discord, which is a link in the show notes, and drop that goal into the channel for goal of the month in the Discord. What do you get for being a judge? What? What do you get for being a judge of goal of the month? Pat on the back, an E pat on the back. I'm doing it right now. Cheers, guys. Shout out to Pompeo for making that tracker and, and helping yeah. us keep track of these goals. That was really helpful. Paul? Where can they find you on the social media so Shauna can give you a follow on Twitter? Right fucking foot. And she's old enough to be my daughter. So, Shauna, I know it's probably hard for you, but don't slide into my DMs, please. Hard for you. Matt? At Lambo Matt on Twitter. I'm open to all solicitations or feel free to say hello <laughs> on uh, Discord. <laughs> he said he's open to all solicitations. I love it. I'm not at all. Do not ever slide into my DMs. I won't reply. At the Foot Hunter on Twitter, follow the show, <laughs> Footballers Pod, at Footballers Pod. Thanks for joining us this week. We'll be back next week with Paul, who's coming next week, team of the season. Bundes. 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 We'll see you then. I'll tell you who's coming. Jude. Bellingham. That's who's coming. Mm. Fucking Jude. Yeah. I'm excited for it now. I've been, this is the one that I've been waiting for. Bellingham. He's going to be absolutely gonna be a insane. Yeah, he is. Yeah. 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 Getting right, him in is going to be difficult. Show, right, fuck off. Cool. Podcast Network.